Welcome to episode six of The Daily Poo. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about septic tanks. Um, really how a septic system works. But specifically today, we're going to talk about your tank, which is the first part of a septic system, which includes a tank, sometimes a pump, and then always some kind of absorption area. Actually, not always. Almost always some kind of absorption area. Sometimes you have holding tanks. Very rare. If you have a holding tank, call us and we'll see if we can get you an actual septic system. So a septic tank is basically a what we would call a pre-treatment device on, a, on the septic system. And what that means is we talked about cesspools uh, a couple episodes ago where you just have a hole in the ground where all your waste gets dumped. A septic tank is treating that waste. About 40% of the, of the waste is removed, um, give or take, on a, on a standard septic tank. Um, a standard septic tank, also, when you look at it, it's always gonna look full, something that's critical. We have a little, uh, let's see if we can do this, a little diagram here. We'll come in close and scan across so you can see it. So basically, your septic tank, it's under the ground, often concrete, could also be plastic. So you've got the pipe coming in from your house. It's got this thing called a baffle, and the purpose of it is when the water flows into your tank, it's going to kind of, the water level will be in the baffle, but anything that comes in here, the water plus all of the nasty is going to come in here, drop down, and, you know, sink to the bottom. If there's fats, oils, greases, what we call scum, that's going to float out as that water flows across the tank, and then the clean water is going to flow out the other side. If you have a baffle filter, it's going to be located right here. And the purpose of the baffle filter is to help keep more stuff in the tank. So um, the way a septic tank works with or without a baffle filter is you have a goal of settling out waste. Some of it, some of the contaminants will also float to the top and you end up with this clarified layer of water in the middle. So anytime you open a tank, even a week and a half after it's pumped, if this tank is a thousand gallons and you've used a thousand gallons of water since it was pumped, it will be full. It'll always be full. If someone comes to your house and says, hey, you really got to pump this thing, it's full. They're kind of pulling your leg a little bit because it should be always full. In fact, if they come and somebody hasn't pumped it recently, like if your septic tank was pumped six months ago and you come and that tank is like half full, that actually means your tank is leaking. And that's a major problem because then you know, you're leaching all of the nasty, as we'll call it, down into the ground. So the, what, the reason you're pumping out your septic tank, and, and when you pump it out, you should suck everything out, all the water, all the scum, all the sludge. Um, we'll, we'll often backwash a septic tank when we, when we pump it, typically, because what happens is the sludge that's built up in the corners doesn't come out right away. So we'll pump it all out, and then backwashing is taking the waste that's in the truck now and letting it flow back into the tank and circle around and basically kind of mix up that stuff so that when they then turn the pump back on, they can suck it all out and actually get your tank clean. Um, if, if you're not getting a backwash, then um, you're not getting a complete cleaning. So we, we backwash every set, unless it's something that you're pumping all the time and there's no buildup, you're almost always gonna be doing backwashing. So septic tank that's coming in, it's always full. You're gonna have this sludge layer on the bottom that builds up and there's bacteria in there. So it's not like uh, the total volume of waste that goes in. Hey Alyssa, how are you? Um, it's not like the total volume of waste builds up in there, but what we talked about yesterday with not flushing things that you shouldn't flush. Um, for example, you've got like feminine products, flushable wipes, 
towels, diapers, all these things that shouldn't go in a septic tank. You know, if you've got little kids, their toys, um, those things don't, are not biodegradable. So they're not going to turn into the sludge. They're just going to fill the tank up. So you want to avoid filling it up faster than you should by not putting things you shouldn't put in there. And um, the reason we pump on roughly three years for, for most homes is what happens is even though the bacteria is dissolving the waste, the sludge does build up over time. It doesn't just disappear um, and go to nothing. One other quick comment I'd like to add while we're talking about septic tanks is additives, um, bacterias, and enzymes. It's not that they're going to hurt your septic, um, but how much they're going to help is what the question is. So um, I'll pick on a common brand that's available at Home Depot all over the place, Ridex. The company's been around for a long time. When you look at their label, it'll say proven to eat waste. And it will. It's a bacterial additive. But you already have a thriving bacterial population in your septic tank. They're naturally occurring. When you dump an additive, an extra bacteria in there, that population is going to spike. But if there's not enough food or enough air in there for them to survive, they're going to die and it's going to drop back down and level off. There are plenty of scenarios where it does make sense to add additives, um, bacteria especially, to a tank. Um, but usually that's not a standard residential situation. Um, a couple situations where you may want to be looking at that and also might want to be looking at pumping more often specifically is if you're taking some kind of like really heavy medication that's antibacterial, um, cancer meds or something like that, you might want to consider getting your tank pumped a little more often because if you've got those things coming through your body that are just like chemotherapy where it just kills everything, um, and, and the goal of it is to kill the bad cells and, and cancer and whatnot. Problem is if that's, you know, coming out of the, into the waste stream in your septic, it can kill the bacteria too. That's not something that's been studied a whole lot, but it's, it's also, you know, there's a lot of medicines around today that didn't exist 50 years ago too. So just something, it's not, it's not like something you got to be like terribly worried about, but just something to think about that when you're, when you're putting things in, you don't want to be dumping harsh chemicals down your septic. Uh, you don't want to be dumping ammonia or you know gallons of antibacterial soap you know you use a little bit to wash your hands but you want the bacteria to be living you don't really need to add any new ones unless you've got a specific reason that they might have died and you gotta you know boost them so anyway um that pretty much concludes our episode today what a septic tank is how it works thanks for being here and have a great day